Well, Chance, let me tell you, we are back with our audience, with our group of persons who want to follow us, who want to hear, who want to learn more about the Gus, God in us. Let me tell you, I'm Regina Etter. And I'm Chauncey Smiley, and uh, we really want to hear from you sometimes. I mean, hit us up with a message or, you know, send a text or whatever. We'd like to hear from you and maybe uh, just give you a shout out or, you know, uh, maybe just comment on what you're saying. Uh, you got a voice also. Right. And we want to hear your voice, not just eavesdrop on us, but send us a text and let us know if the, how the podcast is blessing you, how it's encouraging you, how it makes you think about something differently. Let us know that what we're doing because we is, is truly the work of the Lord, because we believe that we believe that God has brought us together to help you grow, to know about your relationship with God. And that's what it's all about. I'm excited today because we have a different topic. We have a different way we're doing the program today. As you heard, we have different music that started us out because we're doing something a little different. Chachi, you want to talk about how today's show will be? The format? It's been a little different today. Uh, I like I like difference. Okay. I do too. And within the world, there's many differences. That's right. And we should all embrace the differences, you know, uh, different views, different opinions. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no need to hate someone because of a different view or right. an opinion. That's right. You know? I mean, because it's theirs. It's not yours. It doesn't have to be yours. You accept what you want to accept. Right. Not you know, but uh, today is a special day. Uh, this is going to be more like a role play, okay? A scenario, um, and it's it's going to be very, I think, enlightening to a lot of people that really think really deep inside. Enlightening to a lot of people deep Gina, inside. Gina, please just just please just do not do not be afraid of what okay. we get ready to do, okay? Uh, I want to let the audience know I have no knowledge of what but, uh, he's getting ready to do and present to me. Here's what's going to happen. Okay. You're getting ready to gain a lot of power. Wow. I love this power. <laughs> uh oh. That might be dangerous the way you're last. <laughs> I don't know if we give you all that power. What do you think? Well, let me tell you this because I trust you. As my friend, I know that you would never cause me to have any uh, power that I couldn't handle. Okay. So, oh, whoa. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we better just end the podcast right now. <laughs> well, we still have whoa. a few more minutes maybe. that we need to record. So let's just okay. try it out and see. All right, let's go. Let's go. Jimmy. All right. Ready? I'm ready. ready. And are okay. you ready? Here, here it goes. We're going to do a role play. Okay. Okay, I am just an innocent, an innocent, and honest citizen. An innocent and honest citizen. Okay. I'm just living an everyday life. Mm-hmm. I go to work. I come home. You know, I pray. I go to church. Okay, that's my role. Mm-hmm. That's my role. Now your role, Gina. Okay. You are God. Can you handle that? No. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. For okay. for our we're listeners, getting, I will get ready to go. 
Okay. For the listeners, I can handle this role. Let's make it happen. Okay. Gina? Mm-hmm. And you're a God, okay? Okay. God, can I ask you a question? I pray every day. Yes, my son. And I pray, I pray for peace. Mm-hmm. I pray for the people that are hurt over in Haiti. Mm-hmm. I pray I pray for their deliverance. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I pray. Are Are you going to do anything about that, or what should What should I do? I I I I I believe. I think I believe, but I see so many terrible things going on. Mm-hmm. Now, God, can you please help me to feel comfortable with this and comfortable with my spirituality? And my beliefs in you, would you please, is there anything that you can do for the people here, for the people that are suffering? What about, you know, the little kids that, you know, are getting sick from this new virus here? Can you please take that away? Is there anything you can do, God? Well, to answer your question, and that's a very loaded question, and we hear it all the time, not just for a desire for peace or a desire to... to Remember, you're in role play. I'm I'm trying to stay in role play. (laughs) Uh, Not just for a desire of peace or the desire uh, for the persons in Haiti, but also that question comes up so many times because people want to know from me as God, why I allow hurt, why I allow harm, devastation, oppression, racism, classism. Why do I allow all of these things to go on in the world and on the earth and to people when I have created people in my image and they are mine? Well, what has happened is the God of this world or the commander of the powers of this world and the Bible, my word teaches you that he, he's called the, an accuser of the brethren. He's called the fallen angel. He has many, the devil, Lucifer, all of these different terms. He has power in this world. And so therefore, a lot of the things that happen are those come because he's been, because I allow him to do some things. What happens with my people? Can I stop it? I'm God. Do I choose to not stop it? Yes, because that's what helps us to grow and learn to love, helps people to learn to love me. Let's go back to the story of Job. Job Job has means, he has family, all of this going for him. The enemy, the commander of this world, of the powers of this world, says that he asked permission pretty much for me to allow him to destroy the life of Job. So he takes Job's children and he causes his body to have sores. All of these things happen. But he said, you know, if you, he has a conversation with me and asks, 
Can I just, um, in other words, the reason that Job still praises you is because you have a hedge around him. So I say, okay, you can do everything but touch his soul. So he goes at it. What does Job do? And that's the example that I want my people to think about. Job was a great example of loving me, believing in me, being comforted by knowing and having a relationship with me. And that's what we've been, that's what I want them to know that because of the relationship with me, when I allow things to be of dis-ease or the lack of peace, or I allow things to happen in Haiti. I allow COVID. I allow a person to lose their job. I even when they, someone in their family dies, all of this, I just want to know, do you still love me? Can you still, do you still believe when it's not happening the way you want? So yes, I allow things to happen. Because God, let me ask you this question. Okay. Can you help me to believe if I don't? Yes. How do I help you to believe? I de you, we develop this relationship. And in this relationship, I love you. My love is so great for you that it allows you to, when you open your heart, you and you accept me as God and you accept me into your life and I move in and I take residence in you. And then we begin to grow and develop this relationship. We become almost as one because I'm housed within you. As the Bible teaches us, the greater lives within me. He says, you know, you know, you, when you when you allow him. You know, you knock on the door when he knocks, when, you know, when I knock on the door and you open, that allows me, you, you open up your, your life that I may become in, that I may take residence, that I may be able to help and speak to you. And you listen to me. How do you get to listen to me? Get in your word. Listen to, find a preacher, a teacher that rightly divides the word of truth. Because that's what you need and that will help you to grow. And as the scripture teaches us the power of the word, study to show thyself approved, a workman that needed not be ashamed of rightly dividing the word of truth. And Timothy's Paul writes that to Timothy and rightly dividing the word of truth. Then when we go over to John 14, I simply let you know that I am the way the truth and the life. So when you open the door for me to come into your heart, when you receive the invitation from a pastor that's saying, you know, allow Jesus in, allow God in, then I enter in and it says, and I will sup with you and you with me. And we sit down and we have these conversations about not why in the sense of, well, why'd you let this happen? But why I'm, it's my allowance. And in that allowance, you are, you learn to value everything that happens. And the word teaches you that all things work together for the good of them that love me as Lord and are called to his purpose. So everything works for your good. Let's run back to Genesis, the 50th chapter and the 20th verse, where Joseph says, you meant evil against me. My brothers, his brothers meant evil 
because there's evil in this world. All of these things that happened to him, you know, being sold into slavery, being put in a pit, being in the palace, being in prison and all of this, everything that happened, even being separated from the father who loved him, his earthly father, outlawed, all of that. But when we get to Genesis 50 and verse 20, he just simply, he has come to that place of saying, my brothers, you meant evil against me, but God has meant it for my good that some might be saved. And I'm in the salvation business. I'm one and desiring that my children are saved. So no matter what happens externally, that peace, as I speak in my word, that surpasses all understanding is what you cling to. So when external things are happening all around you, it's that internal peace that you have that says, you know what? God, God loves me and he's given me a perfect peace. And my name is God. Thank you, God. That was a terrific answer. Thank you, my son. <laughs> you know what? Question before we, before we move on. Okay. I have one more question. I'm ready, I think. Are you ready? I think so. Uh, I understand everything that you were telling me. Uh, your word is the word. Mm -hmm. you're, you're the alpha and omega. Mm -hmm. I want to ask you this question. In this world, where they say there's a devil, mm -hmm. and then they say there's, there's you, God. So let me ask you this question. Okay. How do you fight against the devil? And why would you even put him on this earth to make our life miserable? Why? Why is there a devil? Yes. Hmm. Why is there a devil? Why did I create the devil? In creating the devil, it allows you to know, you know, let's go back to Adam and Eve in the garden. And when they partook of the fruit. But God created them. Right, I created them. So as we go back to, if we could have a conversation with them and, and with Eve. And as the, the, why have the devil come? Because it gives you a choice. If I had not created the devil and just said, okay, everything is just perfect, great, wonderful, you know, just... I want you to choose me. I want you to choose me as your Lord, as Savior, as God. I've given you a choice. So when Satan presented the word to Eve and he presented it in a way that allowed her to make a choice, he tweaked my word. He changed it around. They heard what I had said and the forbidden fruit. They understood it. They knew it. They were given a choice by having Satan to come into the world. That choice that she made to go against the word, go against what I had said. I Because if as God and having you to just, oh, you're going to just love me and I'm the only, the only being or the only supreme being that you, you know, that's it. Is, are you really, am I really God to you? Or do you know something externally that can cause you to 
think about God. Is this really God? See, having Satan there and having him in the world allows you to see how supreme I am, how omnipotent and omniscient I am because I am God. You wouldn't know me in that way had you not had Satan not been allowed to enter into the world. You would have said, that's God. That's it. That's all I know. But now having encounters with him, it allows you to know me and truly know me and understand I am the supreme. I am that I am. I am the alpha and the omega, the beginning, and I am the ending. And so learning to know me at that level happens only because you knew that was there, there was another being here. I like that. I like that answer. It's such as like you wouldn't know light unless until you, unless there was darkness. That's right. That's exactly right. Exactly. You wouldn't know day if there wasn't a night. That's right. And you wouldn't know good if there was no bad. Right. And you wouldn't yeah. know God if there was no devil. Okay. One one last question, God. I thought you said that was the last one. <laughs> I'm sorry. Maybe. Just don't, don't put, I, I sinned. I'm sorry. I just lied. You have been uh, forgiven. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Please have one question. Okay. This is the last one. Okay. Todd, um, what if there's not a heaven nor a hell? What's going to happen at the end? Well, what does the word teach? What does my word teach you? that the enemy will be cast into the lake of fire. When Jesus was in the grave for the three days, he went to hell. So there is the existence of hell. And so we recognize that. Then in the word, you think about how all the references I make to the heavens. So there is a heaven and there is a hell. Persons have to be real and come to an understanding that there is a heaven and there most certainly is a hell. And it's all hinged on the belief in me. And that's something you said earlier that how about me being God and believing in me. It's so simple. John three sixteen, that I love the world so much that I gave my only son that whoever believed in me would not perish, but they'll have everlasting life in a place with me. They'll have a life that will be awesome, but they just have to believe. So many people think about it, uh, theologians and Bible scholars, and they study all oh, this, but it's simple. Believe in me, because when you truly believe in something, you will live it out. It's evidenced in your life. You will, people will see you see me in you. They will see me. They'll see you in a way that they'll say, oh, you're different. There's something different about you. They'll see you living the life that you believe in. It's not just walk up and giving the pastor your hand, but it's giving me your heart. And so many people join a church, but they never give me their heart. Because there will be a change in your life when I am your life, when you give me your heart. And we work together because I come again to abide in you, live in you. So heaven, 
There is a heaven, there is a hell. So to answer the question, what would happen if there were no heaven and no hell, go back to what you said earlier. There would be no, there's no choice. Having the right. choice is helps you to see your relationship with me. Having the choice helps you to see and others that God in us, Gus, works. It would be pure panam- panamanium. I mean, things would go crazy if it wasn't. Right. You're right. Right. These questions are really hard. <laughs> but that- you're doing great. You did great. <laughs> With that deal, I mean, just think. And reason why I asked you those questions? Why? Well, I'm curious. I really wanted to know because I had no idea. The question, and I mean, this is from me. Okay. Sincerely. Sincerely. That I, I think I think about God, and I think about everybody that's putting everything on God. If something good happened, God did it. Something bad happened, God did it. I. I, I, I pray to God because I need this. Or I'm mad at God because he did this. Just think if you're God and you got to take care of all of this. Gosh, mm-hmm. look what he has to take care of. Mm-hmm. What? I mean, wouldn't it have been just good enough that he created life? Ooh. And when you have life, there's God. That's right. That's the reality of it. That's not good enough. It's not good enough for us. We got to have this. We got to have that. Mm-hmm. It's got to be just right. It's got to be not cold. It's got to be, it's got to be cold. It's got to be, you know, everything is mm-hmm. going back and forth. But then we're asking for this and we're asking for that. And why you do this and why you do that? When gosh, we have life. Right. No matter what you're going through, we have life. Right. So no, someone had to create it. Mm-hmm. It didn't just happen. Right. So. Why can't we just deal, have that, be happy with that, and live within the kingdom, which is within? Right, right. And get to know our conscience, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Just get full conscience of what's happening. Right. I mean, nobody ever looked at the, everybody get in their car, and they get the brand new car, they get the car manual out, the owner's manual. Mm-hmm. And they go and they learn anything, everything about it. But we can go all our lives and never know anything about this car and it's more unique than any automobile right that's right oh that's beautiful absolutely beautiful and terrence honestly i i'm loving the podcast more and more and more because in this particular podcast as we're looking at the scenario of you know why god you know why'd you create the devil why do you allow these things to happen and and when you know him, when you have that, he has to be enough. And I think that's what you're saying. Study your manual and accept him as enough. God is so great that no matter what, he, he, the sufficiency of who he is is so vast, we can't comprehend it. Isaiah says, his ways are not my ways. Your ways are not our ways, his ways. And your thoughts, our thoughts cannot compare to him. He said, his are so much higher. So I have to trust and have faith that whatever he says, that's enough. That's it. That sells it. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. But nobody, they cannot, they cannot come to a conclusion with that. They cannot sum that up. 
No. I mean, everybody want more. Well, more. why is that? Why is that more. that they want more? It's the world. Right. Right. It's the earth. I mean, you come in this world. I mean, you want more. One more. I mean, it, it, it's just the way the world is. Mm-hmm. I mean, the world trains you to be a certain way. Right. You know, you want more. You want this, but isn't life just enough? And but you said it. Isn't because, life enough? Mm-hmm. God is life. Yeah, you know, he said, because I am the way. Happening to us, you know, out here. Mm-hmm. Somebody getting a relationship, and all of a sudden, the relationship goes under, or, or 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 you have a wreck and a new vehicle, and everything. The whole world ends. All these things that are going around, going on around you, seem like cal- cal- you know calamities. But in fact, the thing is, is that you take away life, they never happen. Hmm. Hmm. But doesn't when things happen, doesn't it uh, allow those persons who are believers to exercise their faith and their trust in God? If we go to Hebrews, the 11th chapter, and we began to explore and walk through Noah as a man of faith, Abraham as a man of faith, Sarah as a woman of faith, all those persons that are listed there to help us to see examples of faith. And they went through different things in the world, but they knew God. They had a relationship with God. And as the Bible says, without faith, it is impossible to please him. And he is a rewarder of of those of our faith walk. So therefore, when we operating in faith, believing allows me to exercise my faith walk, that my belief in him is so great that no matter what happens on the outside, I know God has me. Yeah, does yeah. it get rough? Yeah. Yes, but would it be would it be safe for me to say that true faith is a godly love? Ooh, yes, that's so it. I love, I love God, but it doesn't matter what I get back from him. Oh, my goodness. It doesn't matter. God has already given me everything that he can give me. That's the beautiful part. He's given me everything that he can give. But what do I give him? Chance, what do we get? What do we, as, 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 as persons here, his creation, what do we give him? He's given us. The, and have that agape love, that unconditional love. But do we always give him love? If I'm looking from my point of view, I mean, we giving him a headache. <laughs> right. I was thinking something I'm similar. This world giving God a headache, no matter what, you know, like we said, the bottom line, life. That's not good enough. Mm. You mm. know, and, and things happen. Things happen. He did also give you the power within. A piece of God is within all of us. That's right. And like we talked in our past uh, podcast, that you're able to almost manifest and create your own world. Mm. For a lot of us have. Mm. Our desires have come through. That's but right. yet, you know, there's 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 certain people out there, not all, that feel like nothing's going their way. It's just not happening their way. Well, Chance, hey, no matter what they do. Right. But it's not going their way. That's the problem. Because that, that right. your way yeah. is not aligning with what God has. 
And exactly. you know, you and I have shared, and you you've heard my story and about some things in my life that I I believed, and I thought, oh, God has confirmed it. I have a confirmation, and I have two or three witnesses to confirm it, or one witness to confirm it, and I'm believing it's going to happen this way. When it does not, I couldn't say, well, oh, God, you know, God's not good because it didn't happen the way. No, I have to recognize that He has a way that is perfect for me. You know, Jeremiah 29, 11, God says, I know the plans that I think towards you, peace of hope and an expected end and no evil. Well, then start living that. But when you go to the 13th verse, it talks about the heart. So the way is having the heart of God, allowing the, that's the way. Our way is not always God's way, but we, we whine like little kids. Well, I want to have my way. I want to have my way, my way. And we whine and cry and complain instead of saying, God, it didn't happen my way, but I love you so much that I know you have a plan that's greater and accept it and embrace it. After all, he's God. Wow, Chance. You know what? We're down to exactly one minute left. But you know what? Wait. Let me get a little bit of that minute, if you don't mind. Okay. <laughs> what if I say, what if I say, why don't we just be like children? Yeah. I love Everything it. that we do out here, we just go back to being blissful and happy. Yes. And blissful. Blissful, happy. And he says that we have to have the faith and be like little children come unto and come unto him. And the Bible, so he says, forbid them not. It's the way of a child. They believe and they receive the love of God from their love of, from their parents. And he's saying, as our parent, believe me and receive it. It's all hinged on believing. John 3, 16. Chance, it's been great. And a good one, a very good one. All righty, thanks. Have a great evening. And thank you for joining us. Tell a friend. And share the message that Gus got in us. I'm Regina. I'm Chance. All right.